Hey, this is ZZ for my latest sponsor, ExpressVPN. You know, Netflix has different content available to users depending on where they're located. Netflix has thousands of shows, but you can only get access to a fraction of that because of where you are. If you're utilizing Netflix without using ExpressVPN, it's like paying for a gym membership, but only being able to use the treadmill. So how does this work? ExpressVPN lets you change your online location so you can control where you want Netflix to think you're located. They have almost 100 different server locations so you can gain access to thousands of new shows. I'm talking like Star Trek, the original series on UK Netflix, Brooklyn Nine-Nine on Canadian Netflix, Rick and Morty on French Netflix, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air on Indian Netflix, the Harry Potter movie series on Australian Netflix, the list goes on and on. In the easy household, we utilize ExpressVPN and we've unlocked so much content that my family and myself can enjoy. But then you might be like, Eric, we can use other VPNs. No, 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 no. Listen, blazing fast speeds, stream in HD with zero buffering, compatible with all of your devices, phones, laptops, media consoles, smart TVs, and more, and it encrypts your data. ExpressVPN has the added benefit of encrypting your data so you can browse the web securely. Look, be smart. Stop paying full price for streaming services and only getting access to a fraction of their content. Get your money's worth at expressvpn.com Zane. Don't forget to use my link at expressvpn.com slash Zane to get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. And we begin again. Welcome into the Eric Zane Show podcast. A daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. Uh, I'm going to have to move over so you can see the star of the show. That would be our pain in the ass, Darla. Uh, seems to be enjoying that toy of some sort. Uh, it's a bad sign when I wake up in the middle of the night to a little puppy face whose uh, uh, back paws are on the carpet and she's standing up trying to get into the bed. And I'm like, why are you up in the first place? That usually means... She wants to, she's been trying to go to the bathroom, like at the door crying or something like that. And, uh, no one woke her up, no one got up. So then she's going to go, all right, well, fuck you. I'm going to do it on the carpet. So I pick her up, put her back in bed. Come on. But you know, I sleep in a dog bed, by the way, it's the dog's bed that I just happen to sleep in. I was talking with my, uh, Sister slash stepsister Sue about that. And I think I got judged. She's got a couple of dogs. I go, do your dogs sleep in the bed? She goes, no. Like that. I go, oh. She goes, they're dogs. I go, yeah, I know, but. She goes, do you? I go, yeah, why are you, why are you talking to me like that? I'm like, what the hell? Who are you, the NFK? She goes, oh, God. I go, eh. I like it. Except when they crowd me out. I'm such a dog person. I mean, I am like, uh, I'm, I'm one with the dogs, except for the poop eating part. Uh, Kenny joins us after uh, a horrible day yesterday with all sorts of um, uh, crazy comments and then butt hurt when being called out about it. It was an ugly day for him. I even... I even named the Patreon after him 
called uh, um, Kenny Hits Below the Belt. It was it was ugly. Ugly. Bad, bad scene. Bad form. Horrible. Unacceptable. I guess he patched it up with Amanda. After these horrible comments he made, if you're on Patreon, you you know what the hell happened. But, you know. Then, in the middle of the day, he sends me a screenshot of when he's um, having a conversation with Amanda. And I don't, I don't know what it was about. This is what he sent me. Amanda says to him, anyway, I'll let you go. I'm ju- I'm going to be a little more. I'm going to be a little bit more disgusting tonight. Cause I got to finish all my leftovers and then tomorrow's a new day. Kenny writes, hold up. That's a lie. I've done that. You don't have to finish anything. Throw it away. So I guess the gruesome twosome are discussing food. By the way, does anybody else find it interesting that they're texting each other now? I mean, it seems like every time I turn around, Kenny's talking about, you know, uh, how much he doesn't like her. And then he'll say like hateful things and I have to beat him up about that. Uh, Amanda said, no, I paid 10 bucks for that shit. I am not throwing it away. So clearly I'm putting one and one to make two. She's bought some garbage food, of course. And then Kenny really bad when, um, uh, one morbidly, uh, one morbidly obese person is trying to talk the other morbidly obese person into not making bad food choices. Uh, Kenny, you're getting ahead of me. Shut up. Let me do the show, dick. Actually, let me let me back up. This is what that fucking moron sent me earlier in the day. Because what had happened, I'll get you caught up to speed because it was on Patreon only. Uh, out of the blue, uh, Kenny was getting butthurt because I was lumping him and his partner in fat, Amanda, in together. And so that that like hurts his feelings or some stupid thing. So then he takes a really low blow on Amanda and uh, cuts her with the comment, something to do with her uh, gastric uh, surgery. So uh, a comment that I had made one time on this show, a joke that I made up. The joke was that she had defeated uh, uh, gastric surgery. And she told me that that bothered her and it made her cry. So I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I, And then, so Kenny then waits and then he says the joke. So then I said to him, this is weeks ago. Yeah, that joke doesn't count. You shouldn't say that. Amanda already told me that that was because Amanda had said it's okay to beat her up because she says that that's effective in getting her to make good food choices. 
But that one was too much, so I can't say that. I said, oh, okay, sorry. So uh, Kenny then uses it, and I go, hey, you can't use that one, dickhead. And he goes, well, I didn't know that. I go, oh, all right, we'll let you off the hook for this one. So then he's now aware. This is weeks ago. Yesterday, he uses that line again. So I was like, well, now, wait a minute. Now you are aware, and you're still saying that comment. So I called him up on the phone, and he's like agitated and standoffish and digging his heels in, which are making indentations in the earth the size of Crater Lake. And uh, I go, buddy, uh, yeah, that's no matter what's going on here. And, and why are you attacking her? She didn't do anything to you. I'm the one who's making fun of you. <laughs> the pussy uh, uh, crybaby bullshit. And I'm like, yeah, it's ridiculous. So then idiot texts me, you were right. I sent Amanda a message privately to apologize for bringing that up again because I was annoyed in the moment, which by the way, that's an excuse. All right. When you say I apologized because I was annoyed, that's an excuse. Which is part of the whole makeup of you two jackasses. But you're a bigger jackass than she is. As of right now. Yeah, I I sent a message privately to apologize for bringing that up. That's all it should say. But you write it as, because I was annoyed. Again, that's what a little child says. Just like a child says, just like when a child says, I don't know, or it's not fair. A child will give an excuse for their behavior. It should just say, here, I'll fix this for you. You are right. I sent Amanda a message privately to apologize for bringing that up, period. I responded with cock. Corey adds right now in the moment at their funerals for being old and fat, you should just read off a list of all their excuses. So then out of the blue with no context, dipshit, And he sent me this. I already started reading it to you. And I said, I need context. I don't know what this is. And I, and I don't still, I mean, what are you doing here? Are you, are you tattling on her? Are you showing that you're trying to help her? Are you masturbating when you were doing these texts to her? I I mean, I don't know the context. And Kenny said to me just now, Yet yesterday you texted me saying the screenshot didn't make sense. I didn't say it didn't make sense. I wrote, I need context. I don't know what this is. And that holds true. What's the context for this asshole? I said, it just looks like a text with your lover. Which I'll now pick up. This is what it said. So Amanda's talking about eating something shitty again because she sucks at this. Kenny 
is trying to convince her to not eat it. Better to throw it away than to have deal with losing it other ways later. I know I've done that, but it's a lie. We all tell ourselves to not waste it. So now he's actually uh, helping her as it, as it seems. She says, ah, it's dinner. I won't eat all of it. Just some of it. Kenny says, I'm serious here. No, fuck that. Eric would tell you I'm right. And you know it. Well, yeah, you are right, but you're also a jackass. So, uh, I, I think at this stage of the game, worry about you. Uh, I hate being wasteful. I really do. Kenny says, Amanda says, I need something to eat. LOL. Kenny says it came from my mom, always telling me to clean my plate as a kid. So now Kenny's giving her way too many details. He's giving her, Oh yeah, man. You know where this comes from? My mom, man. She always, oh, <laughs> she always told me never to, never to not have a clean plate. He says, yes, but not junk food or bread. We know what it does. Can someone please tell me, you two, of uh, what food sources are we talking about here? I mean, has she got a couple of BK broilers? This is what, Kenny, give me some context when you said this thing, idiot. Uh, Kenny says, if you fucking read the whole thing, it does make sense, asshole. Again, stupid shit. I didn't say it didn't make sense. I just said I needed context. How did this come about? Uh, we, we know what it does. Just, just throw it in the trash. She says, oh, I'm throwing away my Hawaiian rolls. Kenny says, you implied it's all bad. So that's what I'm going off of. Okay. So basically that's, that's the conversation all right great cool you got one person saying she's gonna eat garbage and can you say no don't eat garbage anymore uh how did how did what happened what's the food uh i said it just looks like a text with your lover and then my phone rings okay and i looked at it and I said, fuck that. And I actually wrote back, zero chance I'm picking that up. I want to be in bed before midnight. Then he sent me angry emoji that said, angry emoji to quote, it just looks like a text with your lover, LOL. God. Um, all right. Now I pretty much said all the shit I wanted to say yesterday. So I'm not going to go down that road again with the, uh, uh, beating the dead horse. If, um, there's another day of wheel spinning and excuse making and, and all that other nonsense, uh, you know, I don't know what to tell you, man. Megan says, oh, no, are we fighting again? No, no, no. No one was fighting yesterday, darling. I don't want you to get that uh, that idea. Um, it, you know, I, it, it simply was yesterday was uh, going over the weekend for the gruesome twosome. And uh, it's kind of weird because in the Patreon yesterday, Kenny horribly insulted Amanda, though he knew full well he was going into uh, illegal territory. 
And then his apology has an excuse. And then he tells me, he reports to me that he apologized to her. And then he, he like, I don't know what he did. Did he, did Kenny, I'm still trying to figure out what that text was. Were you, um, trying to bolster that you're helping her after you insulted her or are you tattletailing on her? What was the point of revealing all of that to me? I'm, I'm, I'm very confused as to why you sent that, which is why I said, I don't know what this is. What's the context here? You know? Yes, it made sense. You were trying to keep her from eating bad food. Okay. But why did you send me that? Ryan says this entire story is void of an excellent, easy Amanda impression. Well, you got to understand. Right now, I don't feel that comfortable with the with the Amanda impression because I feel like she got uh, uh, knifed so badly yesterday that I I don't feel good doing the Amanda impression. Amanda explains. Okay, Kenny messaged me to apologize. I accepted the apology and told him I don't give a shit what he says about me. Okay. Anyway, I told him why the bariatric surgery was a trigger. Then I said I was going to eat dinner. Dinner was loaded tater tots, and I took like five bites out of them and threw it away because it was nasty. Ah, okay. You see how easy that was, Kenny? Do you see what she did there? She very easily explained what happened. She didn't just plop in some conversation from the ether and say, hey, <laughs> hey, check it. Yeah, I'm just more, uh, I was just more confused than anything. I wasn't indicting you. Kenny says, if you'd answer the phone, Kenny, there's no way I'm answering the phone. I can't do that. It's you. Yeah, it it's really difficult. Uh, Tyler says he was providing you evidence as to why you can't talk about them in the same breath. <laughs> LOL. Oh no, here we go. He says, if you'd answer the phone, you would know jerk. And then he says, okay, I'll just block and delete your number then. Hey, here we go. This is it. This is a big one. I'll be it. I've already made it so you're not my friend on Facebook. Now we're going to block your number. Kenny, I'm kidding, you fucking baby. Settle down. God damn, it's a joke. Can't we just have text conversations? It's so much easier and convenient for me. Because this is the way it's like for me, Kenny, on my end. Hello? Hey, mate. Uh, hey, Kenny, how are you? And then I start looking at my watch. And then uh, the seconds turn to minutes and minutes turn to hours. And then I'm about uh, five seconds into the, uh, into the uh, conversation. And I'm like, it feels like a year and I want to hang myself. He says, but you don't understand text conversations, Dick. No, I absolutely do. Dumbass. You didn't provide me any context. You just sent a screenshot. 
All right. Well, I didn't wa- I didn't have any plan to do this again. But it didn't take long before the gruesome twosome dominated the chat today to warrant this discussion again. At the end of the day, all we want is for everybody to get a little bit more healthy and for you two to fuck. And everybody knows that that's what you two want as well. And since you guys are talking about the one thing that interests both of you, food, we can only assume that it won't be long until you're making trips to Michigan. All right, I'm kidding. It's a joke, God damn it! It's just a joke. Uh, Amanda says she feels bad. Uh, Amanda says, you know what I think is really funny is that Kenny sends the screenshot thinking it's going to make him look good. And now Eric's just beating him up. And that's what I'd like to know too. Why did you send me that? You haven't answered that one yet. Did you send me that to like, she's indicated for that reason. Kenny sent the screenshot thinking it's going to make him look good. Is that why you sent that? Because you were like being helpful? Or is this ratting her out in some way? Uh, You didn't read the part where I said I was right and she knows it and that you would agree. I I did read it. I read it on here. You were too busy stomping around uh, in a fat rage. I read everything. I read the whole thing. So that still doesn't tell me your motivation for sending me that. I don't, I don't, I don't get why you sent it. Um, hmm. Amanda says, Kenny, I would smile and walk away, dude. Yeah. Yeah. None of this would have happened if you didn't give me the play-by-play of your conversation with Amanda. He's having this private conversation with Amanda about loaded tater tots and King's Hawaiian, or King's Hawaiian rolls and throw the food away. And the next thing I know, he's screenshotting it and sending it to me saying, look it, I'm the next Richard Simmons. Watch me go. I'm a helper. I'm the next Tony Horton motherfucker hippie Look out. Let's do some burpees with Kenny. Come on, everybody. Jiggle them titties. Let's go. Yeah, you fucking rat. What the hell are you doing? Cue into this, hey man, cue into this text message in the middle of a conversation that you know nothing about. God, I said that wrong. I gotta, I actually have to get him on here. I gotta, I gotta get clarification as to why that was sent to me. He's gonna be so pissed. There is, oh fuck. He's gotta be furious with me. 
And I didn't do anything. Hey, mate. I really don't want to talk to you right now. I have a question. Do you hear me? Yeah, I heard you, but I have a question. (laughs) (laughs) Did you, I need clarification. I don't understand what you don't understand. What do you need clarification on? Okay. Did you send me that to tattletale on Amanda? Not exactly, but you're interpreting it. Well, wait a minute. Not exactly means it's somewhat right. Well, the thing is, is that I was telling her what she needed to be told and what I have been in the past. I admit, I know that I needed someone to tell me. So I was trying to be helpful. Right. And I was telling her what I agree. you would probably I agree. tell her. And I that's agree. why I said Eric would agree with me. I and, do. And I do agree with you. However. And I felt like I felt like I wasn't getting through to her because it was like, well, I'll, I'll get rid of this one part. And then she also wasn't telling me what exactly it was. Like I she believe said you. In the chat earlier, no, I she agree. She didn't want to tell me. I agree. However, I was just interested in why I got it. Why did, I mean, was it, I mean, don't forget, you started. What do you mean why you got it? Because you're involved in all of this. You started uh, You started the day uh, on this with this horrible thing. And then, uh, and then you, you, you know, it goes the way it did. And the next thing I know, I'm getting text messages from, Fucking uh, Kenny, uh, motivational dieter, uh, uh, about texting me screenshots to the conversation. I'm like, wait a minute, he's part of the problem. Why the fuck? What the fuck is going on here? I'm not part of the problem. <laughs> okay, so do you think how much of this do you think was tattletaling? Fifty percent or more? Eh, if you're gonna go that route, I would say not fifty, maybe forty nine. <laughs> Okay, well, what was 51% showing me how... The fact how, that I was right me, and showing, I just wanted you to back me up oh, and maybe okay. you, you tell her. You wanted me, you wanted me uh, to prove to yourself that you were right and very altruistic in your attempt. No, 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 no. I wanted to prove to her. <laughs> oh, Listen, as much, oh. as much as everyone out there thinks that we should, like, get together. No. But at the end of the day, I'm not heartless. I know. And, and I felt I, bad I, I for agree the with Patreon. That. I agree with that. Well, look, I felt bad for the Patreon, and that's why I reached out to her one-on-one. Yeah. And then the fact that she was doing something that I know I have done numerous times myself. Like, yeah. Oh, well, I spent money on this. I'm not going to waste it and throw I agree. it away. I think you no, were. That's I think the best place for it. If it's garbage, that's all. I 100% agree with everything except screenshotting it with her not knowing and sending it to me. Well, <laughs> you, it, we have, you know, obviously, like, it's because of all of this with the show and, and everything, like, it's been talked about, so that's why I sent it to you. Like, yeah, all right. if well, you won't talk to me on the phone, you'll probably talk to her. Well, she says, and she says, no, I knew he would. So I think, I think you're going to squeak by here on this one, Kenny. Well, yeah, I didn't mention it, but I mean, I thought about it, but it was already like the conversation had already ended when I was like, oh, maybe okay. I should. Oh, well. Now people are asking, how did he get your number? 
I don't have her damn number. It's fucking Facebook Messenger. Oh, fuck off. It wasn't. It wasn't. You weren't like. Uh, God. It wasn't like a, a Facebook or like a, a, a text message. Listen, once and for all, all of you fucking people out there, you have no idea how much we do not like each other. Period. However, that was a nice conversation between you two. You, it seemed to uh, you like you like helped her. Well, I was trying to because, like I said, I'm not uh, at the end of the day. I'm not heartless. Okay. Well, I'm glad we cleared this up. <laughs> Clear as mud. <laughs> <laughs> Clear as mud. Okay. All right. Well, carry on, and uh, welcome to the show. Oh, wait, I got to keep you on here like 10 more minutes, Sona. Just hung up on him. I got that from Trump. You just hang up on him. Without saying a word. Wow, that's awesome. Uh, Megan now enters the fray with the comment anyone heard of hate sex i haven't had it but i've heard it's worth a try Uh oh i see what you're doing there well kenny's not gonna like that and i don't know if amanda would either well that was uh Tyler says, hate sex? Hate sex? Oh, that's so on brand, Megan. Probably something Hurricane Ashley would say. Linda says, we haven't had a good Trump hang up in a while. Yeah, it's kind of like Trump's been on the back burner ever since uh, Hamas attacked Israel. Which... If you're that organization, boy, you're in a, uh, that is, that is fucked up. You've got two and a half million people in this small, uh, plot of land, two miles wide, 25 miles long. The Israelis say all of you people in Northern Gaza move to Southern Gaza because we are going to do an excavation project and level your city. So then that's going to happen. Meanwhile, all the bad guys have 200 hostages hidden in tunnels and, uh, and, and places that are difficult to uh, find them. We don't know where they are. A couple of videos have surfaced with some of the hostages, you know, like uh, typical ransom videos or shit like that. And those people are going to be used as human shields. The point of Israel going in there is to eradicate Hamas and to destroy uh, everything they have that they use to do bad things. To put it simply. So they just go in and destroy and work their way south. The people that live there... Um, I often wonder if the people that live in Palestine, if they are like supportive of Hamas or are they just going along because that's what they have to do? Or do they, 
or do they 100% support the terror activity that happened when those lunatics started killing kids and, and, and old women? Now, if I'm Israel, I don't fucking stop. I go in and fuck shit up. These people have been warned if they don't move, they're going to be destroyed. And that's the end of it. Because these maniacs are embedded with the locals. They'll do whatever they can to scurry and hide. And, but then again, in a humanitarian sense, you're dealing with, uh, uh, you know, the elderly and kids, Palestinian people. And that's pretty rough too. And I think Hamas knows that. And they're banking that Israel won't be that brutal and just lay waste to anything that moves. And they probably won't. But at the same time, what a fucking life to lead where uh, your best offense is hoping that the more formidable military will show mercy on the, uh, on the locals that live in and around the Gaza Strip. That is so fucking scary to me. Holy shit. And then you're dealing with the possibility that Iran, Lebanon, Syria get involved in this shit because if Israel does go in and fuck everything up in the Gaza Strip and you see video of fucking babies getting shot, uh, Muslim nations are going to want to attack Israel. Now we're getting into a full blown Middle Eastern war. If Iran attacks Israel, U.S. goes in. We are at war. That will be two wars we are in. One, a proxy war, and then the Middle Eastern war. Kyle Ryan, who has firmly planted an atheist flag in the show some time ago said, why is no one praying for a solution? (laughs) You asshole. What the fuck? Sam, the Jew weighs in. Been too long, Sam. Crazy thing is that Egypt won't take any refugees. That's exactly right on the Southern border. All these people are packing into the southern portions of Gaza so that Israel can go fuck up the north. And Egypt's like, he can't come in here. Fuck you. It's been so long that I am understanding that Sam the Jew has another Jew baby. That is two Jew babies for Sam and Leah. Two beautiful Jew babies are here in Michigan. A baby boy and a baby girl. We need more Jews here in Michigan. Well done. Sam being the expert, uh, along with Saul, on all things Jewish. What a horrible day that was when those psychopaths attacked Israel. EZ is team Jew on this. If anything happens terribly to any of the Palestinians, 
They can blame the terror organization Hamas. What do you expect Israel to do? I hope they fucking level that place. Uh, the term disapora, dis- I think that's the term I want to say, when people are have to move from their homeland to another uh, part of the world. Uh, is a population that is scattered across regions which are separate from its geographic place of origin. There's a list of these. Jewish disapora is one of the is one of the big ones. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. That's going to have to happen to the people in Gaza. All those people are going to have to just move. That happened to the Armenians too. It's happened many times. In fact, there's a list of disaporas. A long list. This isn't this wouldn't be the first time this has ever happened in history. In fact, on the Wikipedia entry, look at it starts at A. And these are all of the populations that have had to move over the years. In recorded history. Where's the Armenians? Here they are. Armenians living in their ancient homeland, which had been controlled by the Ottoman Empire for years, for centuries, fled persecution, massacres, and genocide during several periods of forced emigration from the 1880s to the 1920s. Many many Armenians settled in the United States, a majority of whom live in the state of California, also in other countries. Um... Yeah, so it was in the late stages of the Armenian disapora that uh, my grandmother, as a little girl, walked from what was Turkey to Iran. Hey, we're moving. Okay, cool. What? Are we, where's the moving truck? Uh, it's your feet. Diaspora. That's how I say it. Thank you for the pronunciation correction, Chris. Uh, Sam says, thanks, everyone. I'm home this week on paternity leave, so it's giving me something to log on and listen to. Why did you leave? I'm curious about that. How come you weren't around? I, I had been wondering that to myself. Whatever happened to Sam the Jew? Be honest. Uh, The only way this conflict, Corey says, is ever really going to be solved uh, is it real and Palestinian, a combined government with a Congress of Parliament made up of 50% Israelis and 50% Palestinians. Fuck that shit. Get them the fuck out of here. Go blend in with another country. See how it feels, dicks. That's what I say. Uh, Sam says, I started a new job. Ryan says, I left as well. You didn't notice with his troll face. Uh, I did, but uh, who knows what the fuck happened to you? I knew you'd be back. Shut up. Were you sick? I don't know. What am I supposed to do? Read your minds? God dang. All right. Uh, last night I'm laying in bed. And uh, I went tinkle just before I lay down. 
And about 10 minutes later, my bladder is full. Or so it seems. It feels like I haven't peed in five days. I get up and uh, one half teaspoon of pee leaves my body. And then my bladder doesn't hurt anymore. Now, if that doesn't tell you that something's seriously wrong, I don't know what does. And in my anxiety-filled brain, all I can figure is that there is a uh, a bloody, pus-filled, cancerous tumor in my bladder and occupying all but about one square inch of space in it. That's the fear that I have. Probably unfounded, but uh, as this dilemma continues to get worse, that's where my mind takes me. Even though I've seen all the required physicians, I have a, a conversation going with my uh, physician's assistant at the urology uh, doctor. I haven't actually seen the urology doctor, by the way. I think the way they do it is the first appointment, you see the PA, her name's Rachel. Explain your symptoms. She goes, yep, you have an enlarged prostate. Okay, that's it. Here's some medicine. Well, it's getting worse. So that scares easy. I'm like, well, what if you're wrong? What if, I mean... I've just told you symptoms and you've diagnosed me. So in my head, I'm like, can you maybe like do a full on exam? Maybe some type of uh, MRI or ultrasound or whatever the fuck and see what's up. I don't know. I texted her yesterday, Rachel, I'm still experiencing a marked increase in bladder urinary tract discomfort. Despite the negative urinalysis for UTIs or anything else that can be done. Did I hear back? No. Did I send the message twice? Yes. Am I getting annoyed? Yes. You know, because my fear is they go, all right, fine. We'll give you an MRI or something like that. I don't know. And then they go, oh yeah, you're right. Uh, there's a giant tumor in there. You'll be dead in three months. The reason why I say that is because this happened to my wife's Mother, my mother-in-law. Not with a bladder. But it was cancer. Back of her leg, leg pain. Right, like opposite the kneecap. Doctor says, ah, oh, it's a pulled muscle. She goes, I don't know, it feels... And the doctor would, like, get snippy with her. No, it's, it's a pulled muscle. Sends her to, like, uh, physical therapy. This takes weeks. Physical therapist is touching it and he can feel structures in the back of the leg that don't feel like what it should. He goes, there's something there. I am breaking protocol and recommending that, you know, someone take a closer look at this. I mean, I'm just a physical therapist, but something is definitely wrong here. This was, by the way, determined only by an x-ray. That's how simple this was. An x-ray revealed that um, everybody was right in questioning the doctor, and the doctor was wrong. It was a uh, tumor that had gotten out of control. It was an aggressive, soft-tissue cell sarcoma, and it had gotten so out of hand 
um, that it had established like tentacles and woven into the nerves uh, and all of the structures of the leg. So when they removed it, it was so entangled, they couldn't do it cleanly and had to like damage nerves, which she comes out of that surgery. She can't walk right. That was fucked up. And these, um, this cancer had progressed so far that it had spread to her lymphatic system. And, uh, the cancer is just basically her body's riddled with cancer at this point. And then she died a horrible death. So that's, what's going through my brain. You might be like easy. Why didn't anybody sue? Um, that wasn't my decision to make. That was the decision of, um, my father-in-law and, um, upon pursuing it, I remember he actually called Jeffrey Figer. Uh, the guy from, uh, uh, he's very popular in Michigan. And, um, after a few conversations, he said, I don't want to do this. I'm just crushed that I don't have my wife and I don't want to, I don't, that, that doesn't change anything. So that's, what's going through my brain right now. Thanks. Thanks. So until I get somebody giving me some answers, I'm concerned. This is not normal. Uh, the medicine I'm taking to shrink the prostate. I am one month into a six month process to shrink it. This medicine sucks by the way. Yes, it shrinks the prostate. And the only other alternative, if this is my only problem is to remove it, which sounds horrible. Um, but God damn it. There's some side effects that I don't like. Uh, sex life down the drain. 53 years old. I need puss. Ryan says that Jeffrey Figer is Michigan's better call Saul. Becca Shea says doctors treat women like that all the time. Quote, it's all in your heads. All right. Speaking of that, I am going to go potty. All right. Stand by. I will be right back. An intermission happens now. Kenny writes, uh, I know a guy who just had his prostate removed because of cancer. Yesterday, he found out that the cancer appears to not have spread, so he should be good now. Hopefully, it's nothing that serious, though. Oh, yes, please. I hope so. Chris says, my uncle had his removed, had to learn how to potty again, and had to wear a Depends for months. He hated it. Ugh. Kenny says, always best to try to get those things found early, though it always seems to be the best defense. Early detection and all. That's right, Kenny. I tell you what, you're just full of brilliance these days. Chris says, um, he's also 20 plus years older than EZ, so I'm sure that's a factor. Big time. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, before we say goodbye to the Facebook X and YouTube folks, and we do the show with just our Twitch friends. I need to point out that this week, Ben Glaze and myself are doing a Big Fraud Thursday. 
And I would love to spend a week where we get away from who are these free beers. I would love for there to be a day when we go, who are these Zanes or who are these Justins or who are these Ottawa County fascists? But there's too much to ignore. Thus, we are full on going into another episode of who are these free beers? Why? Well, it's because I noticed something yesterday. Yeah, it was yesterday. I noticed that on one of their segments, they have a feature called the 13 days of Halloween. Now what? Okay. Just by seeing this, it says the 13 days of Halloween. Uh, What are your spooky urban legends? And they did two segments of this. I went 13 days of Halloween. So what's going on? I looked on the day before show, which was last Friday. And it it also said the 13 days of Halloween. So for leading up to Halloween, every day leading up to Halloween is another day closer to to Halloween. (laughs) So what the fuck? And then, is it because 13 is a spooky number? Is that is that what it is? There's 13 days of Halloween, and each day is spooky stories or spooky stuff. Day one, spooky clothes. Day two, spooky songs. Day three, spooky costumes. I don't know. What the fuck? These are adults doing this. So I said to Ben, I go, dude, this is because I didn't actually, I just read the title and then I I reached out to Ben Glaze and I'm like, hold on a minute. I said, what is up with the quote, 13 days of Halloween? Could this be, they do one stupid thing pertaining to Halloween for 13 days leading up to Halloween. That sounds really fucking gay. He says, LOL, it sure does. I write back. I listened to it. Total bullshit. Today is day two of 13 days of Halloween. He says, oh God, what an awful idea. I said, when's we got to break this down Wednesday or Thursday. He says, let's do, uh, he says, either day works. I said, let's do Thursday. I go, can you review the first day of Halloween? That was Friday. I'll do the second day of Halloween. If you need more audio, grab Tuesday. That would be the third day of Halloween. I can't believe I'm even typing these ridiculous words. Holy shit. Oh. Ryan says, I agree it's fun to bash on the low-hanging fruit of Free Bear and Hot Wings, but who are these Zanes has had some good content. It's what made me a Patreon member. No, for sure, without a doubt. But being that this is timely, I wanted to get to this. Ryan says, uh, me too. Or Kyle says, to, to Ryan, me too. It's amazing how bad Zane used to be, but even more interesting how bad Free Bear and Hot Wings have become. 
Antelope, uh, Aram says, I would say who are these Zanes is a low-hanging fruit. Who are these Freebirds makes fun of what we are supposed to be. Of what are supposed to be seasoned veterans. Yeah, the regression of that show is is ridiculous. Considering that what people talk about in the world and what is now considered to be um, interesting conversation, they're going the opposite way. They're going further back to like this um, wacky nut hut morning zoo vibe, which was popular in like 1989. And it it continues to, to be like that. Now, I need to express to you this point that when we do do who are these free beers we've added the video element where we're now able to pull uh, clips from their actual video stream and you know free beers bummer jokes or um you know uh poverty savannah guthrie kelly which by the way their voices are similar except savannah keeps it not in the shrieky area you know she's just delivering the news appropriately and Kelly, all that shit. Oh my God. Uh, so be plenty of that. You must, and you have to see it. Okay. Uh, that's, that's what you can do is you can check it out for free on Patreon. This is Thursday. So if you sign up right now, you've got seven days. You'll definitely get it live as it happens. Sign up for free for the 10 bucks a month. It doesn't cost you a dime. You're going to want to see this. So you too can witness two of the 13 days of Halloween. You can hear the crispy R's, the Christmas incredible temperatures. Kyle says something mean but funny. What's more of a boner killer? Kelly Cheese's voice or her face? Chris says, who listens, which is fine because it gives me tips of what I can listen to when I review the show. Chris says she was proving what a piece of shit she is this morning. Do tell. Give me specifics. Break it down in a couple sentences. Uh, Patreon.com slash Eric Zane if you want to sign up for that. Free. At the end of the seven days, it will charge you. But you can always cancel it before it even does that. So I don't give a shit. I just want you to experience it. I'm betting that you'll like it enough that you'll keep it going. That you'll be like, hell, this is a lot more interesting than that bullshit show. And let's be honest here. I alone. You would be nuts to say that what I do is less interesting than those assholes. No one in their right mind can tell me what they're hearing on that show is more interesting than what I talk about on this show. I'm talking about the shit that you're actually talking about. You know, that is Kenny and Amanda. Ryan is stirring up trouble. I wonder if Brandis is listening right now. Because Ryan is um, uh, asking for something that can help with theater of the mind as to what Kelly sounds like. 
Yeah. And I said, just look at my arm and my hand. Not- I'm just sleeping and getting eaten by mosquitoes, Not- sir. I had Led Zeppelin, too. Ah, come oh, on, guys. Oh, it's man. a damn temptation. <laughs> Shad. Oh, fuck. Cut my cock off. Yeah. And I said, just look at my arm and my hand. Not- I'm just sleeping and getting eaten by mosquitoes, Not- sir. Hey. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. New York. Come to Oregon. Come here. Temperature. Algorithms. Incredible. Four crust. Cripple. <laughs> That's so expensive. Yes. And I looked it up. I was like, Free beer. Remember what though? <laughs> Jesus. I haven't seen it. <laughs> it was a little obnoxious. That's so expensive. <laughs> How many of these do I have? I'm Kelly, and uh, Taylor Tomlinson is by far one of the best comedians of all time ever. <laughs> I'm a raisin. Hey. Hey, I work on a radio show. You want to have an interview? Do you want to? Holy shit. We are compiling quite a stable. Amy asked, can we ask Kelly to play the quiet game? Brandis says, I hate you. Cars. Christmas. Incredible. Tyler says, scientific experiment. Two dudes with boners. One exposed to Kelly's voice. The other exposed to her face. Which dick goes completely flaccid the fastest? Ryan says, it's tremendous to me that someone listened to the audio of her and said, yes, that's what we want on our 30 share morning show. Chris in GR, can you please give me a bigger descriptor as to what was said today before you started listening to me today from our beloved Kelly that, as you say, proved what a piece of shit she is? I'm a raisin. That's strong. <laughs> I had Led Zeppelin, too. Ah, come oh, on, guys. Oh, it's man. a damn temptation. <laughs> Shad. That was my new favorite. Yeah. And I said, just look at my arm and my hand. Not- I'm just sleeping and getting eaten by mosquitoes, Not- sir. Uh, Chris says they were answering a listener email about taking $5,000 from an ex's dead grandma. It was probably all made up, and Kelly was the heel, but she played the part well. She was very convincing. Brandis says, I don't even have a cock, and my cock is shrunk inside my body. Then she asks, how long are we doing this, bro? Oh, all right. I'll let it go. Anyway, uh, Thursday, who are these free beers? A big fraud Thursday. Uh, first, we will do who are these free beers? Breaking down the 13 days of Halloween. <laughs> you assholes. What the fuck? You know, Greg comes up with these bits. And then they all like look at each other. 
And since he is so fucking dominating and such a control freak that they all just kind of look at him and go, yeah, sounds good. He's a bully. No one has the balls to say, yeah, you need to sit a few plays out when it comes to curating the content as to what we're actually doing on the show. This is not working. This sucks. I don't know if they're listening to a consultant. I forget the guy's name, Brian Tracy or Tracy Chapman or Tracy Jordan. There's some hotshot consultant that they love who sucks shit, who tells them what to do. I always hated those. We had this fucking piece of shit. I forget the guy's name. Um, God, what was that asshole's name? We we hired some some consultant, and he would uh, he'd take our money, a lot of it, and then we'd meet with him once a month, and we'd have this like phone conversation with this asshole, telling us like giving us tips on how to do radio, and they're like, dude, uh, we. Oh, Tracy Johnson is the guy's name, but not the one, the guy that I, we were, that I worked with was not Tracy Johnson. It was some other asshole. Um, and I go, guys, this, uh, this guy sucks. He's not telling us anything. Kyle says, do you have access to share info? Wondering if they're losing market shares in Grand Rapids, Kent County. No, they're not. Yes, I do. Uh, it's, it's the, um, but it's like I was telling you. It's all about the size of the pie. Ten years ago, the size of the pie was enormous. 30% of an enormous pie is one thing. Now the pie is the size of a pot pie. They still get 30 shares, but the overall number of people is significantly less. So when fuckface Greg says, we got a 30 share, look at us, and fuck you, we can do what we want. Like the arrogant cunt that he is. Um, well, you have to take that with a grain of salt. That doesn't mean shit these days. And the most important thing is, uh, forget about shares, dollars and cents. Bosses don't care about shares if there are no dollars and cents. Ryan says, Greggy talks about audience like Trump does inauguration size. Oh, without a doubt. He's the worst. Uh, All right. Anyway, that comes up Thursday, a big fraud Thursday. For those of you enjoying the show on Facebook, X, and YouTube, have a great day. Uh, The full show is available on Twitch. Download the Twitch app, search Eric Zane Live, and off you go. Download the audio podcast wherever you download shows. Subscribe to it, rate it, and review it, please. Till next time, bye-bye. Twitch and Facebook brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. Uh, X brought to you by Blue Frost IT. Follow me on those platforms as well as my YouTube page. Thank you very much. K-Dub says terrestrial radio talk is fascinating. Seems like such an uphill battle these days with so many options. Like the easy show on Twitch. Thank you. It's really not a fair fight when it comes to the content. 
because while they are discussing the 13 days of Halloween and spooky shoes and spooky songs, um, we can talk about whatever the fuck we want for as long as we want with basically the only interruption being when I, my prostate makes me have to go pee or I tell you about my amazing sponsors. And at the end of the day, I can do what they can do, but none of them can do what we are doing now. It's impossible. They would give up. They don't have the ability to do this the way we do. And I owe it all to you guys. Tyler says, and you cannot do forbidden Spanish on the radio either. Tu madre es una puta. That's exactly right. You say your mother's a whore on the radio, you're fucking dead. You drop a go fuck yourself in Spanish on the radio? No way. And you might as well uh, kill yourself if you say suck my dick with your butt on the radio. Uh, K-Dub follows up with, yeah, they get National Ketchup Day talk or whatever. We get chili cook-off and paintball talk. Chili cook-off, fun to talk about. Now there comes the uh, uh, executing. A lot of great ideas, fun to talk about, not necessarily executing them all the time. Um, Kyle says, I wish Freebeer would start a podcast. Imagine how awful it would be. Oh, I'm just waiting. We really owe it to all the pioneers, Aram says, the Zaniacs. Well, there is some credit that goes to uh, that's that pack who I now believe they had ulterior motives and they wanted to rape me. The Zaniacs, I was talking with uh, one of my moles over the weekend, that it seems like that they were fighting to try to win your affection or your attention. And he brought up that point that Linda made about being groomed. And I said, you know, I never really gave it that much thought. But the more I hear about it, the more sense it makes. But they did help me early on. But then when it became too much for them to bear, uh, because for whatever reason, they, they turned on your old pal easy. You know, I didn't do a damn thing. It's all their fault. And now, uh, but they're doing okay because they have I Hate Eric Zane parties. Pellerito scheduling I Hate Eric Zane parties with the stupid Eric Zane scarecrows all over the place. I think they all strapped on dildos and had sex with an Eric Zane scarecrow. Wouldn't put it past them in front of children. All right. Thank you to Blue Frost IT, the managed IT service provider for this podcast. If you need any tech help, this is who you call. For small or medium-sized business, Blue Frost IT. Call them at 616-285-50 or info at bluefrostit.com. The website, bluefrostit.com. Uh, if, you know... I have them as the managed IT service provider for this show. You may use them when it comes to upgrading your tech. 
you work in a place where, okay, the stuff is old. The employees are pissed off. We got to upgrade. If you just go and start buying stuff, you're going to buy too much, too little, or not the right thing. Sit down for a 30-minute complimentary consultation with Blue Frost IT at 616-285-50 and mention your old pal EZ. When it comes to insurance, Frank Fuss is the man. Let's talk life insurance. Okay, Sam the Jew in particular. I'm, I mean, I don't know Sam's situation. He may have tons of life insurance. But in that scenario, you got mom, you got dad, you got kids. What happens if something happens to mom or dad? For just a few bucks a month, you should be insured. Because if something unexpected that most likely will not happen does actually happen, you want that taken care of so that the best can be um, afforded to your loved ones. Um, talk about a life insurance policy with Frank today. Reach out to him at buyinsurancehere.com, B-U-Y, insurancehere.com. Don't ignore this. I know there's people that are within the sound of my voice right now who are like, he's actually talking to me. I do not have life insurance. My dad said to me, the second I got married was, you need to buy life insurance immediately. And I did. I have the same policy that I bought off of my dad. He actually did the same thing to Charity Scam Mike. Uh, my stepsister slash sister Elizabeth, when uh, Charity Scam Mike was dating Elizabeth, my dad cornered him and said, you will not date my daughter unless you buy life insurance. Sign on the dotted line. He like forced him into it. And uh, it was the best decision he ever made. Do this for your family, okay? doesn't cost you hardly anything, and you'll be secured for life. Something goes wrong, uh, those family members will be taken care of. What a gift. Reach out to Frank at buyinsurancehere.com, and he will help you. And that can be anywhere in the U.S. Buyinsurancehere.com. Reach out today and mention EZ. You're not going to believe this. But I got to pee again. I appreciate your patience. But it seems like once I go once, I have to go again, and then it's very, very uncomfortable. Chris says Pellerito recently posted a link to an audio YouTube video that he made of Julius and Zane audio in response to a three-year-old question, LOL. Yeah, that's what he does. That's his thing. He's going back to six, seven-year-old posts and answering questions that are that old. So then these people who ask the question are like, wait, what the fuck? Why am I receiving this? The man is sick. I'll be right back. Speaking of sick, I got to go pee. One, oops, one ounce of pee. What the fuck is wrong with this thing? Hello, hello. That's not good. Hello, hello. Anybody home? Anybody want to do the show today? Um, EZ needs a catheter. You're telling me. Ryan says, calm down. Catheters make me wheezy. The pure thought of it getting inserted into my ding dong makes me want to die. If given the option of death or catheter, I choose death every time. Well, okay. I've had one, but I was unconscious when they did the insertion. So I don't know how it goes. 
Yeah, it, it makes me wheezy too. Uh, would a catheter relieve the sensation of needing to pee or would it just be a trickle? I think so. The one that I had, um, I had it on me for about 20 hours and I never had to pee. It's just constantly, um, once the pee hits the bladder, it goes into the catheter and then gets, comes out of a tube out of your ding dong. And the tube is taped to the tip of your ding dong. And then the tube attaches to a bag. That's what they do. And I'm telling you when that nurse placed my pecker in my inner hand, she was hot too. And she was like removing it. I was like, Ooh, Ooh, ooh. it was not bad. I'm telling you not bad at all. It was an odd feeling. She says, tape on your penis sounds awful. Nah, it's that medical tape. And there's no hair on the tip of your ding dong. It's just there to keep it from moving around. You know, you don't want that thing, you know, fucking uh, flopping around like a hockey stick on a face off. So I think what I found there is a new thing that turns on your old pal EZ. Not that it matters. I'm telling you, this new medicine that I that I'm taking, I forget the name of it, begins with the letter F. It is it, oh, it is a sex drive killer. Killer. Awful. This is my reaction to nude hot chick open wide. Yeah. Great. Thanks. Uh, Aram's got it right. Uh, finastride or finastride. I don't know the emphasis. Amanda writes, so what is Diana doing in the meantime? Does she need some stuff from me? I don't know how to tell you this, but... I would rather buy a dildo from a uh, crack whore removing it from her vagina on the street than buying it from you. To me, it's more appealing to remove a dildo from a crack whore's vagina. That's more appealing than actually approaching you and buying one from you. That is what makes more sense to me logically. I can't think of a worse salesperson for dildos than you. And I only say that because you walk into it by announcing on this thread, this chat with great regularity that you are in fact a dildo salesperson. Amanda says, I'm just trying to save marriages here, dude. No, you're trying to make me throw up. That's all you're, that's all you're being successful at. Amanda, unopened dildo, going to sell it to me. No, thanks. I'll take the mealy one with ute meat on it from the crack whore. 
I'll stick it under my arm and just wipe it off and give it to my wife and say, this is the better option than that one. Ryan says, end the show. That was a beautiful teardown. You can do no better. This is easy. All I need is the inspiration from people like Amanda and Kenny. Think about how much time we spent today with these two. And all they've had to do is uh, interact. Kenny with his uh, uh, whatever that was, conversation, text. God, we got a lot of mileage out of that. And now this shit. All right. Kenny likes the term ute meat. Yeah, occasionally you have to bust out that one. Get your big laughs every time you can bust out ute meat. So I remember when we were talking about the um, film Winnie the Pooh. I think it was called like death and blood. They made some Winnie the Pooh movie. Not, not that long ago. Blood and honey. That was it. Uh, Some school in Florida, of course, fourth graders are sitting around and the teacher says, okay, uh, we're going to watch a movie and uh, it's Winnie the Pooh. Yeah, you know exactly where this is going. The fucking asshole put on Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. Let's see here. an inappropriate film for their age group. CBS News Mommy's Yvonne Taylor reached out to the school and spoke to a parent who was demanding action. This is the charter school they teach students from kindergarten to 12th grade. And here is where we met the parent who complained about the film shown to both of her kids. She's asking for specific actions. Before This is great. <laughs> students from the Academy of Innovative Education were let out of class. This mother let out her frustration. I feel completely abandoned by the school. And Michelle Diaz reached out to CBS News Miami. She said her fourth grader twins were distraught because of a movie their math teacher played for students on Monday, October 2nd. So they were exposed 20 to 30 minutes to a movie called Winnie the Pooh, Honey and Blood. This is the trailer of the film. It's rated NR, meaning not rated. The premise? Two bloodthirsty murderers, one of them wearing Winnie the Pooh mask, terrorized a group of young university women. <laughs> he didn't stop the movie, even though there were kids. They're like, hey. There's, there's hot chick in a hot tub. I, forget, I didn't even think about the nudity portions of it. Hey, just stop the movie. We don't want to watch this and whatever. How was that movie picked? So he said that the children picked it. It's not them to decide what they want to watch. It's up to the professor to, like, look at the content. By being a charter school, the Academy of Innovative Education is not under the umbrella of Miami-Dade Public Schools. This institution hires their personnel independently. CBS News Miami reached out to the head of the school, Ms. Vera Hirsch. 
She responded with a statement acknowledging that fourth graders were shown a segment of a horror movie and the administration promptly addressed the issue directly with the teacher and has taken appropriate action to ensure the safety and well-being of students. Oh, According to Diaz, other parents who were reluctant to be on camera complain about their kids' behavior this week. <laughs> now they're blaming their kids' behavior on the movie. Parents are coming up, oh, that's why my son spent the night at my place, uh, at my in my bed, because he was scared. What does Miss Diaz want? By the way, did you see the bitch tits on that kid here? Holy shit. That kid needs to spend some time uh, not watching any TV. He's on the path to Kenny Dumb right there. Uh, at my, in my bed because he was scared. What does Miss Diaz want? Oh, I want an, a different professor for them. So you want him out? Yes. I like how they, they, this guy speaks English as a second language. And he's so bad at it that he says, what does Miss Diaz wants? He was scared. What does Miss Diaz wants? Oh, I want another. I say, dude, what does, what do you want? Why don't you just, can't, why can't you say that, asshole? Or, or, or do it in Spanish then. What does Miss Diaz wants? Oh, I want an, a different professor for them. So you want him out? Yes. Did you address Come on. that to the school? Yes. And what did they say? That they were going to take, handle it uh, internally like they always do, that they're very careful. In Miami Springs, Ivan Taylor, CBS News, Miami. We'll stay on top of that story for you. Of course. They're going to try to end this guy's Often career. Often and on top. What the fuck is going on here? Oh, God, that's fantastic. Uh, let's see. K-Dub says... Chris says, or, or Amanda says, Chris, this guy's from Puerto Rico. There is no way they get more than two minutes of it. It's still showing the drawings at that part where they are starving. The teacher must have left the room. Kenny's given a finger. Teacher could have just played dumb. What? How was I supposed to know? It's freaking Winnie the Pooh. Yeah. Um, Unless if the, t if the teacher was in the room with them when it's playing, then there's no excuse. He's seeing that it's going south. Or did he, like, put it on and then just leave? Because that at least is, hey, oh, I, didn't, I didn't know, you know? I, I didn't, uh, and maybe, um, I mean, uh, back in the day, we'd have, like, a, a movie, like, and there'd be, like, a, the, the case that it comes in. You could, you could tell that it's, a horror film. I'm trying to give this guy benefit of the doubt here. Is there anything that can save this guy? Do you think that the uh, parents are overreacting? Amanda says, did the kid specifically say, I want to watch Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey. This would give it away. I, that's what the story indicated, that the kid said, yeah, let's watch that. Uh, professor, if you're here, what is the class doing? Oh, no big deal. They are watching Pooh Bear. K-Dub says, it's not like it lulls you into a false sense of security. They are starving, homicidal, dying cannibals right off the bat. Kyle says, yes, they're overreacting. Well, I mean, sure, I would be dis. I would not be pleased that my kids saw that in the school, but it, you're right. I mean, I don't, I don't think they should fucking fire the guy. Just say, hey, I, I fucked up, you know? Give an apology 
uh, not with excuses like the one Kenny gave me yesterday with, yeah, I, I fucked up, but I was mad. I was annoyed. You know, give me a legitimate adult apology. Uh, Amanda says, no, he should absolutely be fired. If they were asking to see a movie with the, with that title, blood and honey in it, he's an absolute moron and never should have got his teacher's license. Uh, Kyle says, is it a new teacher or one of those tenured ones? that's not going anywhere. I don't know. Uh, well, it's not associated with the public school system. So I don't know if that affects things. I hope to get an update. I hope, I hope he doesn't get fired. You know, we, at some point, the society as a whole needs to kind of like come back to the pack and the business of, uh, not, not being so quick to destroy someone's livelihood. Tyler says, unless one of those brats tries murdering people with a knife, I see no problem with them seeing this movie. You can't go ahead and blame. Okay. The fact that um, some of those parents are like, oh, yeah, my kid's been acting up all week. It's because he saw that blood and uh, that Winnie the Pooh serial killer movie. That's what did it. That is such shit. If you believe that, then you also believe that video kid uh, video games make kids uh, shoot up schools, makes kids violent. That's an absolute myth. The only way I would suggest that a video game could make a child uh, shoot up the school is if the game was called Let's Shoot Up the School. Uh, practice for sh- The game is called Practice for Shooting Up the School in Real Life, the video game. And that after every like level that you beat, it says, this is all fun, but it's going to be more fun when you do this for real in schools. That's the only way I would believe that a video game is actually affecting, you know, violence. Tyler says school shooter simulator. Exactly. That would be a big seller. They should do that. He says he's totally kidding. Of course you're kidding. That's what jokes are. I'm kidding too. It's a shame that I have to fucking say that. Of course I'm kidding, you assholes. Ryan says bad parenting helps kids shoot schools more, in my opinion. I remember playing Call of Duty with Jim. He's in ninth grade. And he I used to get this response from him, Dad, because we'd be playing. And this is before the game started making me nauseous. Jim, what? You know what's going to make this game more fun? What, Dad? If you take these skills into the school, dad, dad, of course I'm kidding. You're stupid. If you think that video games make kids kill people. I wish I had more time to play those video games. Amanda says grand theft auto. That's one of the greatest video games ever. You can just go around and attack people for no reason. Old lady walking down the street. Whammo! 
K-Dub, uh, concerning the Winnie the Pooh movie. They eat Eeyore two minutes in. They kidnap Christopher Robin and kill his girlfriend 10 minutes in. And they ke- and they kept watching it for 20 more minutes. <laughs> oh, shit. Kyle says, that's true, Amanda. We played Grand Theft Auto. The first thing I wanted to do was pick up a hooker and steal someone's car while beating the shit out of them. Well, yeah, it, it gives you a, a, a license to behave like a criminal. That's hilariously fun. Megan asks, have you seen drunk bar fights on the Oculus? Now, I'm not even sure what that is. That's some virtual reality deal. No, but it sounds like it immerses you into that environment. Corey writes, pro tip. If you kill the hooker afterwards, you can get your money back. That is a valuable life lesson. My God, you're not kidding. Uh, All right. So that's what's going on with that ridiculous story. Uh, Let's see. I got a fight I want to show you. By the way, yesterday I promised you that I was going to uh, give you my sweet and sour chicken and fried rice. Uh, Eric Zane Slaughter, the Turks, sweet and sour chicken and fried rice recipes. I did not. We'll try to remember today. Let me write it down. R-E-C-I. How do you spell recipe? R-E-C-I-P-E. Okay. Let's get into the fight. Bro got back up just to get knocked out in the street. Audio check. Video check. Begin. White guy, black guy and white guy are in each other's faces. White guy shoves black guy. Now they're going at it. Okay. White guy has the upper hand. He's hit him a couple strong times. A couple times right in the head. Now look at it. Here. Look at this. Black Kenny. Black Kenny is coming out to break it up. Did you see him? He like shoved everybody out of the way. Here he comes. <laughs> hey, I think he's got a drink in his hand. Black Kenny. Oh my God. Look at that. Black Kenny's ass is hanging out from his pants. The fight is over. At that point, you better, if you're the other guy who's getting up, the black guy just got knocked out and you see that black Kenny's ass is hanging out. You don't want to go back in there. You just got to laugh at that point. Laugh it off. No more fighting. But he goes back. And Black Kenny says, all right, fine. So skinny white crackhead uh, is now back to fighting the black guy. And watch this. He goes high, and then an uppercut ends it. Oh, oh, oh no. And then Black Kenny walks walks away. Wow. That is... Uh, Becca Shea says he should have thrown his hat in the air. 
Um, that is a reference to Montgomery Brawl. Fantastic. Kenny says, Eric, I swear. Well, that's not my line. I just stole it. Uh, that video was sent to me by uh, Nate Bull. And he said, wait till you check this video out when Black Kenny comes in to break it up. At least you had enough. Okay. I thought that that was actually um, a positive comment because that guy moved pretty well for a big boy. Yes, his pants came down and we saw his ass. But, you know, that basically was a lot of power there. That was a strong man. That's what I think you would do. You would break it up. You'd move deftly to break it up. And uh, your pants would fall off. K-Dub says fights just aren't the same anymore. If some random lady does not get hit in the head with a chair. Uh, Amanda says, I bet that guy's dick had to be at least six inches. Had to be at least, wait a minute. Are you saying the that Black Kenny's dick was the six inch dick or six inches in? I'm I'm confused as to what you're saying. Are you saying that because he's fat, he's got a big dick? So you're saying fat, so you're saying Kenny's got a big dick is what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, that's that is what she's saying. Again, another fucking Da Vinci code clue that uh these two are Kenny and Amanda, something going on there. She's now she's talking about his penis. Uh, this makes me want to see the Montgomery Brawl again. But I can't play the one with the song. Because uh, the chick says the N-word. Full video. Viewer records as Montgomery Riverfront Brawl begins. Hmm, this might be a news story. Audio check, video check. Let's go back in time like we should every once in a while. And get them, go back to the Montgomery Brawl featuring Blackwell Man and Unk with the chair. There goes a hat. people are gambling six white guys all the black people are gambling on the riverboat and that's enough to incense them seven white guys and one white bitch two white three white bitches okay first reinforcement two black guys but that guy's just trying to like break it up here comes black aquaman or black woman 
That boy swimming his ass over there. That boy swimming his ass over there. They described it as the first, the first black man to swim to a fight. I loved her. So now the riverboat is docking so, so we can get more of the blacks in there to kick some white ass. By the way, it took forever to that for that guy to swim over there, man. He has been better if he saved his energy. He just waited for the boat to dock. Because then the Avengers assembled. Get up there, young blood. Get up there, young blood. All right, now here come the Avengers. Fuck yes. The cops are like, yeah, just let them fight it out. Was. There's that's Black uh-huh. Woman. Okay, now, this one did not, this did not include Unk with the chair. Dock worker assaulted in Montgomery boat dock fight speaks. Never saw this one. Vestiaire Collective, the stylist best. This was the guy who threw the hat in the air. Um, maybe in this clip they'll show the footage of unk with the chair bashing that chick over the head i didn't expect this to happen at work today i was expecting another peaceful nice crew that's black woman the one in the middle is black woman this morning the men at the center of that violent and viral alabama boat dock brawl speaking for the first time oh my god I Wait, hold shop. on i gotta back that up just work today i was expecting another Peaceful, nice crew. This morning, the men at the center of that violent and viral Alabama boat dock brawl speaking for the first time. Oh, my God. I was in a shop, just straight shop. The lead deckhand, Damian Pickett, seen here in his white uniform, 
telling us how the altercation last month in Montgomery first began. So you're on the boat. You're trying to dock. Just tell us what was going on. It was just um, a lot of people that was in our, the way of us docking. The only thing I don't like about this is how serious they are. And the boats just went, I want big smiles on these people. Wouldn't move. We could have docked, but we would end up hitting a couple of our boats and be responsible for it. This illegally parked boat blocking the city's riverboat from docking. Those guys who parked there were told not to leave it there, and they left it there. The boat's all covered up. Crew members making several attempts to ask the owner to move. Everybody's yelling, could y'all move y'all boat? By the captain's order, we got off and moved the boat. Four steps to the right, that's it. Words were exchanged, and I was like, I'm just doing my job. After we dock, we don't mind y'all staying there, but not at this time while we're trying to dock. What exactly were they saying to you at this time? Just some nasty words, cuss words that I don't like, violence. And alcohol involved. They got beers in their hands while they're on the dock. So I would try my best to ignore them. What's going through your mind at that time? I, the, what's going through his mind is how much he hates white people, and I don't blame him. People on the boat, their safety getting them in, getting everybody off, and getting them home. They better talk to the guy who swam to the fight. Plus, I'm thinking about his boat also. Because if our boat hits his boat, it's going to sink. A shirtless man confronts him. One guy, he's been there before. He knows the rules and regulations. That's why he was asking me, where's the sign? Then another man quickly becoming aggressive. Okay. Damien tossing his hat, bracing for what's to come. This man just put his hand on me. I was like... If it's my job, but I'm still defending myself at the same time. Yes. So when he touched me, I'm like, it's on. <laughs> In just seconds, several people outnumbering Damien. One woman seen kicking him while he's down, rushing to help protect the crew member, two of Damien's co-workers, including longtime friend Ra-Ra. Me walking up. Go Ra-Ra. To the guys and asking them, well, why did you all jump on him like that? Oh. And he referring to me, well, who do you think you are? You know, and... Oh, you don't fuck with Ra Ra. Not a lot of racial slurs were going on. And diving into the scene, 16-year-old Aaron. What was it? He's the one who put the rock bottom on the guy. That you saw that made you get in that water. Have you ever swam that fast before? No. When he first started... It wasn't that fast. He didn't know him. No one helped. I couldn't just watch and sit around and just let him get beat on while everybody else is just recording. In over a decade of Damien working as a crew member, he says he never imagined a day ending like this. How are you physically right now? I'm just a little sore, a little bumps and bruises here and there, but I'm here by the grace of God. Four of the boaters involved now facing misdemeanor assault <laughs> charges when asked about the incident, the defendants telling ABC News they had no comment. I was still trying to get that boat in while the fight was still going on. I'm still telling the captain, we got to get these folks here safely to the stop. Oh, they don't care. They just want to fight. At that point. When that ferry finally docked, some passengers joining in on the fight. A man there it seen is. swinging a Unk with the chair. Fuck yes. That's it. I've been waiting. For <laughs> passengers joining in on the fight. A man seen swinging a chair now charged with disorderly conduct. Oh. Police confirming these videos 
are part of their investigation. He shouldn't be. I went to work to work. He should be given the key to the city. Not to be in a fight or get jumped on. It's a cause and effect to every situation. Before y'all start recording and joking and laughing, how about think and help people? He could have got injured worse. You don't know what could have happened that day. Watch breaking. Okay. Now that's a 16-year-old kid telling you that. That's awesome. Boy, I'd never seen that. K-Dub says, quote, I don't like violence. You see how fast he took his hat off and squared up? Well, yeah, he had to. He probably didn't want to do that. Oh, my God. Maybe the chair got the key. Maybe the chair to the city, not the key to the city. Holy shit. That is uh that is great. Oh no, I'm I'm recording. I can't fight. Well, somebody had to record the damn thing and all those people on the boat, you know, that's they couldn't swim like you, Blackwell man. It all worked out. I wish I could play that song though. Last time I played it, I got banned on YouTube, I think. Somebody banned me because uh the guy who made it put like the N-word in it. It was all weird. All right. Enough of that nonsense. Uh, God bless the Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Reach out at uh, 231-332-6505 when you're ready to get the mortgage from anywhere in the U.S. 231-332-6505. Paying rent? Oh, for God's sake. Yeah, but uh, interest rates are high. Yeah, I know, ding dong, but they won't be like that forever. And if you're paying rent, you're basically just pissing your money away. Pay on something that you can own. 231-332-6505. Already own your home for a long time? You need a little money out of it? Okay, it's better to take the money out of your home than just run up a credit card. 231-332-6505. It's insanity to pay 29% interest on a credit card. It's better to pay 55 6 7.5% interest. Uh, over the length of the loan could be 30 years. You won't even notice it. Then you've got a new roof, a new car. You've got a vacation out of your home. 231-332-6505. Joe Martinez, 616-516-8579. A and E heating and cooling. What are you doing? Schedule today for your furnace tune-up. If you're like, I've never tuned my furnace up. That's a huge mistake. Once a year, tune up the furnace. 79 bucks in and out. It's going to take them 45 minutes. Cleaned, tuned, running fine. Your furnace, they can even tell if it's even going to uh, die on you. They can predict, yeah, you got a few years left on this, or this is in top-notch shape, or this is a little janky. You got a couple seasons left, so you can plan for it. 616-516-8579. Salute to Throat Slash Dale at Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. Uh, you can get, well, he's still taking appointments, uh, even though it's getting cold. 231-740-4098 for Dale's Superior Cleaning and Power Washing. He also has janitorial services, restaurant cleaning, hood cleaning, and snow plowing. If you're in the Muskegon area, think about Dale. 231-740-4098. 
I have a Cameo. Hire me there, cameo.com slash Eric Zane. And if you have a business, you're thinking about advertising, reach out to me, Eric, at ericzaneshow.com. Your asshole of the day today. Hmm. What do you think? I don't even know where to begin on the asshole of the day. You had the teacher who showed Winnie the Pooh blood and honey. You had the two guys fighting and then Black Kenny came in. Dumb parent bitch asshole of the day, Kyle says. Are you suggesting the one who wants the teacher fired? Hmm. Parents who don't let their fourth graders watch horror movies. Now, this is just silly. Yeah, I don't I don't really have one. Easily the idiotic teacher. <clears throat> Hamas. Boy, I've got conflicting. I've got people saying the parents are stupid and should be assholes of the day for wanting that guy fired. And I got people saying that the teacher for showing Winnie the Pooh blood and honey is the asshole of the day to the fourth graders. Showing that film to the fourth graders. Well, I got to make a decision. Based on that, I have decided that the TC Paintball asshole of the day is free beer. Congratulations. Folks, thank you so much. Have a good one. I'll talk to you later on.